0: Hey, do you know how to get to Lubbock? You gotta take sixty-one up to twenty-three. Hey, uh, Dylan, Dylan East, right? You're the coach at Dylan East. You've lost your inner
1: pirate. Uh, you know, so Have you ever heard swing your sword? You're supposed to swing your sword like this.
0: You're swinging yours like this. I mean, uh, you've got to find your inner pirate. A lot of times things just happen for a reason. We don't know why God wants it that way, but you can't make the best out of it until you get back to your inner pirate.
1: You might be the luckiest man alive and not even know it.
0: Hello? Drew, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, a little bit. Can can you get a little... There's been some noise complaints, Drew. Can Can you fucking... Turn up the volume or something.
1: Can you hear me now?
0: Yeah. Can you hear me now? Good. What? Huh? Huh? Can you hear me now? That fucking Verizon
1: guy. What? Huh?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're good. You're good. (laughs) That guy is a fraud. He fucking didn't he switch to sprint? Who is? The guy that did the uh, commercials, the the Verizon commercials. Remember that guy?
1: Never heard of him.
0: I mean, that doesn't even count. I didn't say the specific <laughs> name. You're just fucking the grasping guy.
1: for straws. The Verizon guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I mean, I guess let's fucking let's get into it. Drew, finder or pirate? I mean, second week. We got a week of baseball under our belts. How are we feeling?
1: I feel like the Nationals had a good strategy up until the day. You can't have a losing record if you don't play, and it was working out up until the day they were one to zero, walk off win, just call off the season. Don't lose back to back <laughs> games. I guess they it's all about that winning game percentage. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, if you have a thousand one percentage, you're going to make the playoffs. That's for sure. It's not. It's, I mean, you're not going. Not going to. In the
0: COVID the year, team. I mean, I know we're kind of coming out of COVID and whatnot, but like it's still a COVID year, and you know, teams may I'm not play the same it. amount of games. And if the Nats go one and zero, I know Scherzer. Scherzer didn't even look that great, but they still found a way to win that game the ninth inning. Juan Soto just blasted one in Whoa, the fucking cool. center field, and they walked it off. And if they want to sit on that 1-0 record, they should be able to. I mean, but, yeah, they, they fucking – what they do? Drop the next two against the Mets. I mean, that fucking Mets team looks pretty good, but, you know. Or, no, it was the Braves they played. They played the Braves,
1: right? Yeah, they played the Braves. I don't know. They, The Braves have not won a game all year until today, and they won two games against the mat. We played the first oh, game. Double header uh, action. Played the first game and just basically pitched the entire bullpen. Everybody pretty much pitched an inning. And then next game, Strauss came out and he pitched like six innings, like 8K, doing great. And then they just like the Braves scored two runs in, like, the sixth, and then the Mets scored scored in the bottom of the sixth, and they just postponed it, and they get, they just went ahead and gave out people the loss and stuff like that. They didn't even play a full game. Ouch. It was ridiculous. ridiculous yeah, I mean, it
0: was – Do you think it was a bad omen for your Nats? I know we kind of got into Nats talk here off the top. Do uh, you think it was a bad omen – when Scherzer goes out there and the first pitch he throws all year after, after basically just embarrassing themselves, by the way, leaving, leaving Florida in the spring training facility, you just can't even stay disciplined. That ruined Scherzer versus Degrom opening day, best matchup. We talked about it here. You're just kind of had a topsy turvy fucking first week. Did you think it was a bad omen when Scherzer goes out there? Finally Tuesday, first pitch he throws, fucking Acuna just turns that bitch around. And it's just from there you've kind of been playing catch up. You've kind of been playing from behind all year. It feels like for the Mets.
1: Well, the Nets. I mean, let's be honest here. They've never. Anytime they ever start start hot, they never finish the year well. They always lose the first like their first playoff series. They have to suck the first the first couple months or whatnot, and get to like nineteen and thirty one, and then they just got to go on a tear. But it's gonna be hard <laughs> to do without Rendon. But the Mats do score late innings. That's one thing. Like, if the MLB was to go to seven innings, like that would probably hurt this team. They, they're a late inning team. They, they love the
0: eighth inning,
1: dude. The eighth and, and the ninth eighth inning happens. The eighth inning, they score more on average in the past three years. They score more runs after the seventh inning than any team in baseball.
0: I believe it. I mean, they just have. I like that Nats team, but, you know, there's just a lot of good teams in the NL East. You see the Phillies come out and just their bullpen. They have a great, you know, they have a They don't a great have the starting
1: pitching to win the NL East. The Mets do, but the Mets don't have the bats or the composure. I think the Mets might be able to do it because of the pitching, and the Braves will be able to do it because of the hitting. The Phillies have no chance of winning the NL East, honestly. It just becomes yeah, between – it becomes between the Mets, game. Phillies, it becomes between the Mets, Phillies, and Madison, who's going to take the wild card. But whoever takes that wild card can, can't – has a chance at beating the Dodgers unless it's the Phillies.
0: I just – call me crazy, but I, I watched Joe Girardi give a press conference on Quick Pitch the other night. and I think he's got that team believing right now. You know, maybe we get to – the dog days of summer, it's a different story. But right now, that Phillies team, they're just pitching well in the back end. And they've they have had leads over the years. They have a good lineup. Reese Hoskins, can he figure it out for a full season? Can he find that fucking magic? And a, a certain things, I, could just, I just think there's a world where we're looking there and the Phillies are a 90-win ball club. And, you know, that NL East is going to be competitive as fuck. There's no doubt in my mind. And I just, I like what I've seen from them. I think Joe Girardi, you know, call, say what you want. Say, you know, it's easy to win for the Yankees, but he fucking was a great manager there at New York, handling the pressure of that city for so long. And I just think he can, yeah. he gets guys to believe. And I wasn't high on the Phillies coming in the year, but, I mean, that's one of the takeaways after a week of baseball. I like that Phillies team. I think... They're gonna fucking if Hector Neris can keep down that closing job, he's gonna get a lot of fantasy points. I picked him up today in the man cave. League. They
1: have they have Noah, and that's the only person. in Noah feels a fifty-fifty catcher. So I mean, other than that, I don't, I don't, I don't think that they can. I don't think they. We'll can
0: see. Do we'll see. I mean, there's just a lot of great action going on out you know, around baseball. What else do you expect? Week one of baseball, it's always the best. Just fucking, there's just nothing better than opening day and then just kind of fucking sets the tone. And just especially this time of year, you know, we have the college basketball championship Monday. Just a great time of year. We got the Masters coming up this weekend. Baseball is just a fucking great time. I don't want to hear any of these fucking haters out there being like, Jay, why are you talking so much baseball now? Give me crap. Nobody's saying nobody watches baseball anymore. Sure. First of all, show a little respect for America's pastime. First of all, yeah. check check yourself. The the fucking history of this game, everybody plays this game growing up. If you have a pulse, whether you're good or bad, your dad throws you in t-ball and you fucking respect baseball, Right? Respect the game a little bit.
1: Darryl Strawberry did not get addicted to cocaine. So you could be a little be little be a little bitch and complain about baseball, all right? So. Exactly.
0: He laid. He wow. paved the way, so fucking guys like Nick Nick Castellanos can fucking flex and Yadier Molina's face whenever he fucking comes down the line on a fucking wild pitch.
1: So, so Nolan fucking, Ryan can beat the fuck out of people in the pictures. <laughs> so like, so. Uh, Ty Cobb can be a racist. I mean, he paved the way for people like Ty Cobb. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ty Cobb, bad bad person. I'm just want to be on the record. I'm, I'm on the right side of history when it comes to Ty Cobb. But anyway, uh,
1: a bad person, great ball player. Yeah, bad person. You're
0: going you to respect his game.
1: But, you know, <laughs> but, but anyway, <laughs>
0: anyways, Drew.
1: Okay, Simpson rushed for a lot of yards. People forget that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Heisman Trophy, Jake. Come on. You can't tell me he wasn't good just because he's a murderer.
0: I mean, the juice was loose.
1: The juice was loose. <laughs> Drew, did you get you, – I mean,
0: maybe you got him – I don't even know where I'm going with this. I was going to fucking. I got them
1: on my fantasy team right now.
0: (laughs) I want (laughs) to talk a little bit about fantasy because I tell you what, I came on here and me and you both said, look, we're going to be the boat. We're going to be the best teams. And, you know, I'm still holding out hope. I know. And for a fact, my team's going to be there just a weekend. I can just tell you guys have won it this year. I, you know, I just have been a mastermind working the waiver wire and Drew, I mean, you're you're locked in a fucking bloodbath barn burner with your brother uh, Matt Newcomb in the Newcomb Bowl. And like, what what are you thinking heading on as we get closer to the weekend? Final days of first of the week one.
1: What do you think about your team?
0: Are you going to hold off Matt? Last, last I checked, it was neck and neck. You guys were like tied.
1: Uh, I saw the lead. I've had it for five days straight now. Um, I'm playing the ad drop game, but I have my week planned out already. Um I already know what I'm going to do and who I need to pick up to get above and beyond. I've got a hot matchup coming up. Uh, people might want to pick them up, but you can't because I already have them. Uh, I already picked up one today. And Matthew Boyd, Detroit starting pitcher, had a yeah. hot matchup today, and I picked up I picked him up for that. He's got decent. He had a decent stretch number against uh, who did he play today? I can't remember who he played today. I want to say it was the. the uh, yeah, yeah I think play it
0: play. was. It was a. It was an interdivision division game for sure. I can't remember off the top. Sounds right. He dealt his first start, so you just well, like what you saw. The fucking. The first start of the year, he picked him up. That what? What the algorithm say? That the algorithm just you can tell us a little oh, bit about I, it. I
1: I, I I I I don't know what you're talking about, Jeff. <laughs>
0: yeah, just, you know, maybe some things you, you had to change up, fine tune or or anything you
1: you noticed oh, no, early yeah, on. I, in I I I simply just went on there and I saw that he did good at one point in time in his career. And I said, I kind of like the main boy, and so I picked him up. I just got lucky, Jay.
0: Just a gut feel. I mean, you got to do that sometimes. Yeah. Just gut, a gut feel. feel. Just,
1: like, just like I had a gut feel that Jake Arrieta is going to go off against Pittsburgh tomorrow in his first start back as a Cub. Ooh, that's a good call.
0: I like that. Our Pirates, you know, I called them to fucking take two out of three in Wrigley. They fucking dropped that rubber game Sunday. I was pretty disappointed, but I mean, what can you do when Cabrian Hayes goes down? First,
1: the Brian Hayes goes path, down,
0: game, and you're just you're screwed at that point. And you know, they ended up losing. Pirates have been in a bad way. We're all just we're all just waiting for May 4th to come around so we can start the fucking real season for the Pirates. And we get exactly. the fucking Triple-A.
1: Who cares the, about this team that's 2 years away? We want to talk about the team – that is in the minor league now. That is going to win the World Series for somebody other than Pittsburgh.
0: You got you got four <laughs> teams we're looking at. We got four teams we're looking at. We're looking at the AAA level, the Indianapolis Indians. We're looking at the Double A level, the Altoona Curve, High A. Probably my favorite team, just off the name, the Greensboro Grasshoppers, and High A and I know. Low
1: know. <laughs> is my favorite name.
0: Low a has a badass logo, the braidedton Marauders, you know. I I think uh I had it in our fucking plan. We're we the Gulf Coast
1: them. are we including the Gulf Coast League or not? I forgot.
0: I think one of those teams is in the Gulf Coast League.
1: Well no Low A Lowe's not. Low a is just Lowe. There's the Gulf Coast League
0: I eat. think that's that's uh Triple A, right? The Gulf Coast League.
1: No, I don't no, think no, the no. the
0: Indians are in
1: that. I thought there was something else. Okay, never mind. Whatever. We'll yeah,
0: that. I don't know, but but yeah, we'll get
1: we'll get to that stuff here in a little bit, guys, a little later on in the pod. I just
0: wanted you got the sound off on your gnats a little bit, Drew. Uh I'm gonna have to go ahead, my Rangers, quick little update. We fucking take the rubber match today. Kyle Gibson redeemed himself after just a fucking embarrassment of an opening day start. I mean, this guy came out there opening day, Drew, couldn't even get more than
1: fucking one out. Guess what? Uh, Roddy Water had him as a hot matchup versus versus Kansas City. I mean, what are they (laughs) thinking?
0: You fucking sit there in spring training in Arizona in the Cactus League, just building up, building up to opening day. And then Kyle Gibson, you get a fuck. That's an honorable thing for a guy like Kyle Gibson to get the nod on opening day. And that's a big moment for him. And the fucking.
1: What'd you say? I said it's the same thing as Ian Kennedy getting the opening day start.
0: (laughs) Ian Kennedy. He's our fucking closer now. (laughs) (laughs) For the Rangers. (laughs) Yeah, our back end of our bullpen goes Matt Bush, Ian Kennedy, and they just call it Bush to Kennedy, the fucking presidential fucking bullpen. And you know what? They haven't been that bad. It's been getting it to those guys has been the problem. But, like, you're like you're a guy like fucking Kyle Gibson just building your way up, building the pitch count up in hopes of opening day, and you come out there and can't even get more than one out. I mean, what are we doing? The Rangers just pitched like like fucking garbage against the Royals. And I like that Royals lineup. They're fucking sneaky. And they got some fucking boppers. They got some guys that have fucking playoff experience. And they fucking came out. The Rangers scored five runs in that first inning of the year. And I was all in. I was like, this team's making a wild card run.
1: And then you look
0: up. You look up two hours later, and the fucking pitching staffs giving up fourteen runs, and you're just like, "Well, that uh, that was fun for five minutes." And so, but I'm glad <laughs> you're
1: that, taking a wild card run, and then you're
0: fucked. <laughs> I like I like what I've seen from this lineup. I mean, I really do. Fucking, it's Nate. It's well, about, Nate's
1: World, Drew. Well, tell it's me what, what do you think world. about the what do you think about Nate Low? What do you think of? Speaking of the Royals that you lost to, what do you think about their bullpen right now? How? how do you, I mean, obviously they're able to shut down the uh, Rangers <sighs> to some extent. <laughs> Probably,
0: as I look back on a, and I do some self-evaluation on how I've ran things for my fantasy team so far, a week into this thing, I give myself a ninety-nine, and the only thing holding me yeah. back from just a rare perfect A-plus fucking week is fucking Greg Holland. And I, I picked him up early in the year, fucking couple days before opening day, thinking, you know what? This guy has got fucking a lot of experience. Did he close for your Nats at one point, Drew? I think he did, right? 7th inning guy. Oh. I mean, yeah, anyways, a no, lot, lot of experience under his belt. Fucking Matheny named him the closer. And what's he do? Fucking comes in opening day, blows a save. And then what's he do today? I fucking trust him again. He hasn't pitched since opening day in over a week. I'm like, he's definitely getting the ball at some point in this game today. And what's he do? Fucking can't even finish an inning. Two earned, two hits. Just fucking, just fucking embarrassing himself. Getting me minus eleven points. You know, I've been fucking running away with this thing. Probably. I mean, yeah, you get minus eleven. I mean, you probably got the loss and. Gosh, they don't leave you disaster.
1: in for minus 11 as a reliever they don't leave you in for minus 11 you're right just a
0: disaster of a decision on my end and that's really the only thing that's held me back this week i mean you look around i've just been kicking ass league wide i know coach schwartz has kind of made a run today but you know I- i'm still confident i'm gonna fucking pull away with this thing and we're going to look I up at the like end of the year, means, I'm going to outscore everyone by at least probably like 200 points, being conservative.
1: I have a feeling that by the end of the week, you'll beat me by less than by 75 or less.
0: You guys just can't fucking keep up with my moves. I've been working the night shift, and I've just been a step ahead. I've been coming home fucking 6 a.m. and just watching quick pitch and getting all my moves in. Sometimes I get Jay, a break from been, work at like two a.m. and I fucking pick somebody
1: up, and you guys are fucking dead asleep.
0: Jay, I'm I in the know. lab grinding.
1: Jay, I know who my starting pitchers are since Saturday up until next Sunday for over a week now. Each day, who the ad drop?
0: I mean, good for you. You think I don't know that? You think I don't know fucking... I don't think you do. You don't think I don't know that Corbin Burns and Jose Barrios are pitching tomorrow coming off fucking two gyms? So, I, I mean, I just got to sound off on that, Drew. I mean, I ahead, my, fucking, my fucking number three, number four pitchers on my roster, Corbin Burns of the Milwaukee Brewers, Jose Barrios of the Minnesota Twins. They fucking deal against each other Saturday. They both have no-nos going into the seventh, I want to say, and just fucking – when when that happens, when those two guys that, you know, I'm counting on, your third and fourth guys in your rotation, I mean, those are fucking – those are key guys for you. You want them to fucking show out. And it's just one start. I'm not getting trying to get too far ahead of myself, but, I mean – Drew, how are you going to fucking compete with that but those two guys are going to do what they did and then you got Garrett Cole and you got this fucking Aaron Nola kid who's playing on this machine of the fucking Philadelphia Phillies. You got fucking Shohei Ohtani. I mean, what are you going to do? What are you, you can't touch my team this year, Drew.
1: Listen, Garrett Cole's going to get hurt. I'm not worried about that. So, No Aaron shot.
0: Garrett Cole's
1: going to go on. a Aaron Noel's gonna go on a cold streak starting about mid-June until about the first week of August. About four more good starts after that, but after that he's gonna go cold again. He's gonna really let you down in the playoffs. And um, your three and four guys, I bet you drop them. There's no way. Um, I bet you drop them.
0: The boys want it this year, Drew. I can just see it in their fucking eyes. The boys want it. They're confident. I mean, we're just on a mission this year, we really are, and we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to be interesting to follow, for sure. The Newcomb Bowl is going to be hell of a finish Sunday afternoon. I mean, I can't wait. I'm coming up there this it's weekend. Already over. What's up?
1: It's already over.
0: You think you got a good fucking control this year? Oh, This game. The
1: starting starting pitching that I already have, that I've already add dropped, so the computer will automatically add drop it for me by uh, Sunday. It'll be, it's done. He has no chance.
0: (laughs) I like the confidence. We'll fucking, we'll be one to keep an eye on. I guess fucking Gillis fucking changed his team name already. Did you see that? I don't
1: understand that. uh, Easy dub. What is, what's in his name? Um,
0: Easy Dub, we suck, right?
1: Yeah, I believe so, yeah. I mean, was, kid, what's he thinking? What? Uh, he, his wife probably told him that he couldn't play fantasy baseball anymore, so he's just deactivating his team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, call it what you want. Call it a panic move, but I don't know what Gillis is thinking. I mean, I'd like to see him at least be competitive for a little bit, you know until the fucking until it's clear he just can't compete anymore. I mean, come on.
1: What what were I we mean, talking can't about? Compete with me or you, so it doesn't really matter. What
0: were we talking about the other day? We were like we set a we set it over under for how many fucking roster moves Gillis makes now to the All-Star break.
1: I think it was like from the All All-Star break until like September uh if he's, not, if he's not above five hundred, come the All Star Break. Between the All Star break and September, I bet it's less than three. I felt, like was three? I felt I felt, I think it was three and a half. I think the number was I felt like it was a good number. <laughs> That'll if be he's not above five hundred by the All Star break at the All Star break. <laughs> between men and August between men and September first, three and a half is the max.
0: If you fucking give me that hook at three and a half, I'm hammering the under because it's gonna be right there.
1: Really? <laughs> <laughs> just have his kid, then. <laughs> Oh
0: yeah, that's true. And she's gonna be like a couple months old by then. And that's just gonna be—he's never gonna sleep. And
1: you exactly. never know, though. If that I could
0: think... be—he could be up at like three a.m. a lot, just checking his phone. You never know. Maybe it fucking gets him trying, back he'll into. Be a,
1: he'll be trying to sleep, trying to fucking actually sleeps after that baby keeps up all the time. That's what it'll be. So yeah, I'm not worried. I I think uh I think three and a half is a really good number. I feel like maybe he makes yeah. two roster moves like right after the All Star break and then sees it like at the end of August and makes like one before the end of the week and then that'll be it.
0: Yeah, I mean we love Dylan but like for the for the good of the league, you know, we want fucking competitive players in here and like, you know Dylan, let's see you fucking make a run, all right? Fucking, it's a long season. Fucking, dedicate yourself to this. I know you're going to listen to this. I want you to fucking ignore your child and
1: play fantasy baseball with the boys. You want one of your
0: you want one of your child's first memories to be? Wow, Dad really competed in the man cave fantasy baseball league in 2021. My dad's a That's, champion. He's not
1: <laughs> not even have dumb to win. Bitch.
0: And, you know, if you can just if you can just even my if you can even compete with me and Drew, even Coach Schwartz has a good team this year and you can just say, Hey look, my daddy almost my daddy only lost to Jay by thirty points this week, you know. That'll be something you can be proud of.
1: Oh, yeah. He almost scored two hundred points for the first time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But anyways, Drew, yeah, just getting back to my Rangers real quick. Fucking Ruben and Odor is gone. He is gone. They shipped him off to the Yankees. And, like, I don't know what Kyle's Yankees are thinking, really, doing this. I know Kyle's not a fan of the move. But they actually I'm gave us, sure like, the, gave us a couple a decent what? outfielders back.
1: I thought they gave you a 15th round or a 17th round pick three years ago. And What? Yeah, that's what Kyle was saying, that, that uh, Yankees only gave you a 15th rounder and a 17th rounder from three years ago, and that the Rangers are paying all of this contract except for the league minimum, which is 500 a year. Yeah,
0: and, they, I mean, the Rangers are having a – fuck. They're, they did what I called them out on last podcast. They're fucking eating the salary, and he's going to play for the – I mean, I don't even know if he'll fucking ever get up there to New York. Who knows? I doubt it. I I assume he's going to be in extended them. spring training until they start the season, and then he'll be in Triple A, fucking rotten away. Maybe fucking change of scenery. He can he can have another run in him. I mean, he is a very streaky player, so I won't be surprised if somebody gets injured on the Yankees at some point. They call him up, and he has a hot month or two. But like, you know, the Rangers just to get anything decent out of this. I'm pretty happy with they got this outfielder Josh Stowers who like is just kind of like a name I fucking remember. I think he's like kind of a was like a decent prospect at one point. He's kind of like a, just a Triple A guy now. I mean, to get anything back. I mean, Drew, I'm fucking I'm watching your Nationals on Quick Pitch right now. Dude, Strasburg when he's got that fucking change up working. Oh my gosh.
1: No, he's part, one of the best. He's it's like he could win like a World Series MVP or something like that. Like, <laughs> he, should have been, he, like, he should have been drafted number one overall at some point in time, like maybe in like yeah. twenty eleven or something like that. Almost yeah, like this know this is good or thing. something. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: I just love watching him pitch when he's on. He's just pinpointing. And he wears oh. number thirty seven. You know, I love that. Dude. Yeah, O'Dor is out. Odor is out, Drew. I'm fucking happy as a Rangers fan. It's not a surprise. The fucking day we we traded him, we fucking won our fu- first fucking home game of the year, and it's Nate. It's Nate's world, Drew. It's Nate Lowe's world, and we're all just living in it. And I don't know. I don't really understand it, but it's fucking. I like what I've seen from this guy. It's fucking approach at the plate i mean we'll get into pillager of the week here a little bit he was a fucking tough guy for me not to fucking give pillager of the week to. but I, i'm oh, gonna go, I go know, a different exactly direction. The all right
1: let's start it then let's see what, who's your let's pillager okay
0: um i'm gonna go it was like i said i wanted nate low i wanted to give like my hometown guys some love but uh, a lot of a lot of directions you could go here, honestly, but I think when I think of this first weekend of baseball, Drew, I'm always going to remember this fucking – talked about him a little bit earlier. This Nicholas Castellanos fucking – what a weekend he had.
1: <laughs> I mean, I love this
0: guy, Drew. He fucking wears his heart on his sleeve. It's the second game of the series, I believe, Saturday. He fucking – he oh, – Opening day, he pimped a home run, kind of, like, did a little skip to my loo and fucking who knows if the Cardinals took an exception to it or not. It was pretty cocky. It was, you know, kind of showing up the other team and whatnot. Cardinals fucking hit him the next day. But it was, like, a couple at-bats after. Like, he figured it would have been immediate retaliation and it kind of just looked like a pitch got away from the guy. Well, my guy Castellanos, he fucking takes exception to it. And I fucking love this. You can say what you want about this guy. Some of the old school guys won't like it, but I fucking like it. He fucking stares him down, fucking picks up the ball, and is, does that little thing where he's like, oh, you want this? To so the pitcher, kind of fucking egging him on a little bit. And he's just a fucking, he's one of those guys, Drew, kind of like A.J. Perzinski back in the day. He's just a fucking ooh, hothead. Ooh, yeah. He's kind of, he's one of those guys when he's on your team, you fucking love this guy, he's your guy. And you're riding or dying with this guy, but when you're against him, you're like, "Fuck this guy!
1: He's such a cocky." He's a very Bryce Harper. He's a very yeah Harper.
0: But I fucking love this guy, and so he fucking takes first base. He ends up later that inning scoring on a wild pitch, and it was kind of a close play at the plate. He gets up and just flexes in Yachty's face, and I fucking love it. Fuck the Cardinals. (laughs) The fucking Reds had their way with the Cardinals, and they're fucking shitty pitching staff, and Costianos is just the man, and it was kind of a fucking, I think the, the fucking dugouts cleared after that, and you got to fucking love that. I love the fire. I love the competitive energy. He's just my kind of guy, and when you're on a team like the Reds, you know, who were like kind of decent there the past couple years, but, you know, like, what are the Reds this year? And you fucking need guys that are just going to fucking open up a can of whoop-ass, and I fucking love I, it.
1: I think that and the Reds fuck. should get alternate logos and call themselves the Roses as well the Pete Rose. This is so
0: <laughs> I would love that. Major League Baseball
1: is fucking never go for that though. Fucking those clowns. That but, would be awesome. But
0: yeah, anyway, no, fucking... a
1: serious team. That that NL Central is crazy. I mean you got the pirates in there. They could always, you know, accidentally win fifty something games, which is gonna take away from somebody. <laughs>
0: They're going to – the Pirates will go on their own at some point where they're just raising the Jolly Roger every fucking night, and I love it. I
1: mean, that's the beauty of yeah, being shitty it's team. it's called two they it's called whenever they, whenever they get in a series with their for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I can't wait for that, when they can just start picking on somebody their own side. <laughs> but fucking, dude, Castellanos is just a man, and they fucking interviewed him after the game. I watched it on quick pitch, and fucking – he was just talking about. It. He's like, look, I'm I've been losing my whole career. I'm tired of losing, and I couldn't go down. Oh, we couldn't start the year off 0 and 2, and so I fucking let it all out on the line. He was just had a great interview. Wears his heart on his sleeve, and fucking was just like, look, like I'm not losing this game, and I fuck like, I respect Yadier Molina, and I would fucking ask for his autograph after the game. That's how much I respect him as a future Hall of Famer and whatnot. But like, he's the man, and I fucking love it. And so my fucking – yeah. my uh, my walk – who's walking the plank for me kind of ties into this, but let's swing it back to you, Drew. Who do you got? Who was just ransacking the league in your eyes this week? Oh,
1: it was by far – it was Garrett Cole. Holy shit. He comes out opening yeah. day, has what you would call a mediocre day, which for any pitcher, which is really about, you know, a, oh, he goes five and a third – Gives us some hits and murder runs. He still manages 8Ks, which is impressive for five innings. I mean, comes out there, does his job, gets gets helps some people. And then today, he just – no, yesterday, he just goes off. Goes seven innings, 13Ks, two games in. But two, two nice. Two games in, and he already has 21Ks on this season. He's just more. shoving. I
0: think
1: he, he's my pick for the, Young, for the Cy Young and the AL, and I think he's going to do it for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's his to lose. You just look around the league. It's just just the fucking dominant stuff. He plays on one of the best teams. You know, that, that AL East is kind of tricky. It's the, kind of the lineups you got to deal with. Like, that Blue Jays lineup's really good. I fucking like, like watching them a lot. But, like, Garrett Cole long as healthy. I'm right there as with he uh,
1: you. He's guaranteed at least what a – 10K outing every month and a half against Baltimore. So, I mean, that's going to help them out for sure.
0: Yeah. That Red Sox team looks pretty shitty. I know we were kind of like, what are the Red Sox last week? But, man, first... Well, I first can tell shit. you what
1: they are. They're not good. I can tell you what they are. They're not <laughs> <so> good. <laughs> yeah. They're pitching I a mean, dog know. shit this year. They have no pit. They have a whole bunch of has been Garrett Richards, people... Acts like he was good at one point in time, which he never really was, all that good. And then he keeps throwing up there for hot matchup and acts like he's got a good career than people, and he's just not. He's not a good pitcher. I don't know yeah. why people like him. And I still uh,
0: love, I, mean, I still love Tyler Glass. Now is my pick. He shoved the other night, but yeah, that should be a fun battle. But I think yeah, Garrett Cole, as long as he makes the start.
1: I see as long as he's healthy, yeah. he's if he is healthy all season, he will win the NL Cy Young. I think the only reason that I could see him not winning it would be he gets hurt at some point in time, and before yeah. they actually put him on the DL, he gets lit up once or twice, and I think that'd be the reason reason for it. And if he misses more than I'd probably say four five starts, if he misses five starts and he gets blown up twice, he won't win it. But other than that, yeah.
0: And he does play in a hitter's park, so we'll see if, you know, I'm sure he'll have a start or two where he gets blown up, but at the same time. Oh, no, I'm have taking that into like account. Had,
1: yeah. yeah. I'm, talking about like have, a I'm talking like six earned runs and four innings or something like that, you know, going just, you know, 2Ks, five walks, you know, eight hits, six runs, you know.
0: Yeah. You know who, uh, you know who I think in the AL is just going to make some noise for that award? And I think you were kind of hinting at him last week, Drew, but I never guessed it or you revealed who you were thinking of. That G on the White Sox. You Ooh, like
1: who him. Oh, do- yes, you're right. You're, you're, you're right. He was the number one pitching prospect in all of baseball for the longest time. And the yeah. Mets traded him for Adam Eaton and it got them a World Series ring, so worth it. But also, he is going to be good. He is going to be a great pitcher. I feel like he is, at some point in time in his career, he will win a Cy Young. I don't think it's going to be this year, but I feel like it will probably be in the next five years. He probably will win one.
0: I love his mechanics, too, just the way he throws the ball. You can tell it really fucks with the hitters, just kind of like his motion. He's got great
1: He's oh, he, he, he's he has had Tommy John surgery, but it's already been repaired, and he's had a great comeback from. I think is why he throws. I think pretty sure he throws just as hard, if not a little bit harder now, and he's got a little bit more movement on his fastball. Yeah, that's good to see from him. And you know he he
0: showed out. I want to say in 2019, the last full season. But I did think did he go down with an injury or something? Something happened in that year. To where he didn't really get to put it all together. You know, I think if he puts it all together, he's going to be right up there. So there's just a oh, lot yes. of great stuff in baseball, man. Like so many dominant arms, so many fucking great young players. It was tough picking Who's pillars. walking the
1: plank for you this week? Yeah, I mean, it was
0: tough. I ended up going with Castellanos for uh, my pillager and like kind of playing off that. Who's walking the plank for me? It fucking, so first of all, Who's walking the plank for me? It's going to be uh, Major League Baseball, but more specifically, Rob Manfred. I mean, okay, these guys, I don't want to get political on here. I like keeping it to sports. I don't think anybody wants to hear what I have to fucking say about politics and whatnot. But, like, fucking all-star game out of Atlanta? I mean...
1: It, seems, it sounds pretty racist, honestly.
0: I just, I just don't... Like, look, Atlanta's got a new ballpark. They're fucking wanting to celebrate Henry Aaron and his fucking – he died lately and whatnot. And, like, it was going to be a great celebration of the game in Atlanta. And, like, they fucking just take the easy way out. They fucking take the cop-out way out. And they fucking move that all-star game. And I'm not, you know – Rob Manford, he's a joke of the commissioner. He fucking called. He handled the Astros thing terribly. He fucking called the World Series trophy a piece of metal. I mean, I just lost all respect for this dude. He doesn't know how to fucking grow the game. All these blackout restrictions are just ridiculous also, Drew. I mean, have you
1: seen some of that shit? It's ridiculous. I pay for the MLB at-bat. It's like $150 a year. I'm supposed to be able to watch every single game, and I can't. It's like how, whenever I pay for every single game, how can I not watch it? It's so stupid.
0: It's fucking ridiculous. And, like, I just hate them. They fucking – at least it's going to Denver. I mean, that's kind of cool. The Rockies are getting the All-Star game now and whatnot. We'll see if the fucking balls jump in on the home run derby. I'm sure it will be. But, like, I mean, I don't know. I just – I feel bad for, that, for the Braves fans and whatnot that were planning on going to that game and, you know – they couldn't even wait. They couldn't even do this like a week later. They had to do it Friday, right after opening day, and it just kinda kills the mood for a lot of baseball fans and a lot of a lot of baseball fans lean uh Republican, you know. That's just kinda like the region a lot of the baseball fans are from and whatnot and like you see some people they're fucking turning the game off because of this and then, you know, I don't know. It just kinda Baseball never makes the right moves. They always find a way to just embarrass themselves. And then, that's not even the half of it, Drew. The real reason I fucking put them on here for walking the plank. I mean, they fucking come at my boy Castellanos now. And they suspend his ass? For what? It comes down the pipe Monday, I believe. He's getting suspended for two games for that? Why? Just because he's fucking talking some shit on the field? And he's flexing? Whoa. I mean, come on.
1: Well, of course, you you. Whenever you, as long as uh, if you unless you're willing to admit exactly what you did after you're uh, offered immunity, that's the only way that you don't get suspended for anything. Whenever you have an elaborate plan to win I a guess. championship and steal it, I don't know how the Astros and they're still so cocky about it, and they're still so just. God, I hate those guys. Yeah,
0: fuck those guys. I mean, we do have to give it up to them though. They've been fucking kicking ass, and I like,
1: you no, know, I like teams
0: that play with a chip on their shoulder. But like, the fucking, they're just the worst though. Like everybody hates them. And it's, it would be one thing if you're playing on a chip on your shoulder for a legitimate reason, but they're just doing it to be fucking assholes. And like, fuck those guys. I know we kind of look bad with our fucking A's prediction, Drew, but, like, fuck those guys. They're going to fucking – the baseball gods are going to have their day with them. I guarantee it.
1: If there's anybody who doesn't deserve to get in the Hall of Fame now, it is Jose Alcide. That is for sure, in my opinion. It is what it is,
0: but who do you
1: got – who's walking the plank for you, Drew? Oh, it's Dansby Swanson. This motherfucker. With that hair? This motherfucker comes out supposed to be one of the best shortstops in the game. Comes out of Vanderbilt, powerhouse, number one ranked, no, pick number one overall, made the major yeah. leagues in the year. Had a great rookie year. Had a great year. Next year had a decent year. Last year and this year he can't hit a goddamn broadside of the barn. He got me. He, he went off for one game. He had, did all right. Before that, he's fucking he, – all he does is strike out. He strikes out more than he fucking – Gosh. I don't, think he, I don't think he's taking a single walk all season, maybe one. Other than that, he, anytime, he never hits the – the only time he either gets a hit or he strikes out. This motherfucker is that you're shortstop. You're supposed to be a shortstop. Not a get combo. Hits. You're supposed to be getting hits, not trying to hit for power. This motherfucker, he's he, he's like Ian Desmond. It's ridiculous. He doesn't even get on base steal bases. <laughs> Oh
0: no! Yeah, I know. You know, Swanson still gotta believe in him with that hair. He's just a good, good ball player. He's gonna turn around at some point. But you know, he has been kind of underwhelming. I would say, just from like I would say from so, a macro yeah. point of view, from all the hype, like you said, when he came out of fucking bandy, all the hype surrounding this guy. I just don't think he's that level of player to be kind of like he went he one one.
1: Defensively, he went one one. Defensively, he is a terrific player. You can't really get better than him defensively unless you're like uh, Trey Turner or somebody you know, elite like that. Who, you know, which is just Trey Turner, I'm pretty sure. And um, but other than that, it's pretty much Trey Turner and him, elite defensively. But good God, this guy! At least if you're gonna get out, at least hit somebody, at least do something. well, quick K and up. Good Lord, yeah, Joseph,
0: put the ball in play. play. Choke up. Oh. Choke up. Put the ball in play. Our A's, dude, are a fucking honorable mention for walking the plank. They've been fucking terrible. I mean, I love the A's. You know my ass fucking watching Moneyball the other night. when base. I think it was Friday night. I just was on a baseball high, and I threw on Moneyball. Well yeah, then I, I don't know what you're worried the about what
1: the waves with the ways with because this is, this is all going exactly according to plan. They're gonna be terrible for about a month at least, and then they're gonna get on a slow roll, just like they always do. Everybody forgets about them, and then they come out of nowhere, and then you're gonna look at them here at about about three weeks after the All Star break, and they're gonna be either ahead or behind by two games in the AOS for no reason. And they end up
0: winning it. it. They always get hot it. late. They get oh, hot please. about
1: midseason, and then they and then you just don't know if they're actually going to trade it, trade everybody for and do terrible, and just sell out at the, at the deadline, or if they're going to buy. And if they buy, it, it makes everything so much funner.
0: That's the beauty of Moneyball. You just never know. Nobody is safe on that roster.
1: <laughs> Nobody.
0: But then you look up in a couple years, and they always bring back guys that were part of like some of their teams. Like I fucking love they got Jed Lowry back in the fold, and they're gonna fucking get hot at some point. Too many professional hitters. Doug Melvin's too great of a coach. They need to get my boy Rosenthal back off the IL, so he can start closing out some games for them, Hopefully, but yeah, the A's need to pick it up a little bit. You know. Fucking, there's a lot of guys around the leagues off the slow starts. They'll pick it up. It's early. But some good stuff there, I'm not there, worried
1: about Drew. the A's at all.
0: Yeah, some good stuff there. I mean, we'll see what happens. You got to love baseball. It's just the best. I mean, it's fucking, we got about a, a little less than a month, Drew, until our fucking Pirates minor league starts. And, oh, my gosh. I think after we recorded the first pod, we just kind of we talked again later that night and just kind of hashed out some things about how we want to approach it. And I think we decided it was like, look, the season starts May fourth on a Monday. We're gonna come to you guys that week before, and we're gonna fucking draft our teams. We're each gonna have twenty-five man rosters. We're gonna keep everything on a fucking Excel spreadsheet or something, and we're just gonna have to fucking we're going to, me and Drew are just going to go head to head all year with our fucking teams. We'll fucking, we'll see how uh, we want to like play it out. If we fucking, if it's just a year long tally or like if that's what we want to do or whatnot, we'll hash, lash out the finer details. But we got a pretty good idea. I think we I think we'd do a do, right? year,
1: a year long tally, a year long tally week by week. And the last three weeks of the season are worth one point more. So, the second-to-last week of this, this – be third-to-last is worth two. The second-to-last yeah. is worth three. And the last weekend is worth four. And that you can – that's the season.
0: That'd be crazy. It'll be fucking fun, dude. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, I think we're going to fucking do a draft for one of the podcasts leading up to that, and that'll just be insane. I'm, I'm sure we're, we're both going to put together our fucking big boards. I mean – there's fucking four teams we got to cover. And then we talk about whenever the draft comes around, you know, the Pirates have the number one overall
1: pick. And so
0: whenever they get some rookies heading into rookie ball, I mean, we're going to be adding those guys. And when fucking players get called up to the pros, we're fucking, we we uh, made it to where you can keep those guys when they're Pirates and they get fucking one one and a half time uh, points, good or bad. Is that how we're doing it? Even even bad stats or minus or not e- no, now? not
1: bad. No, just just good. You want your guy in the majors. Okay, it's only the good. Yeah, thing. I like only that. For... That way, that way, if like he faces Kershaw and just gets a shit up like you don't get destroyed for it. <laughs> My guy, <laughs> if I have a guy go off against some scrub in AAA and go like three for three with two dingers, and your guy faces <laughs> Kershaw and gets Cade up three times. He doesn't get negative like seven points for that. I get one. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but that's gonna be a lot of fun, guys. I think uh, you know as we get closer and closer, more of the pirates talk is gonna fill up uh, more more of the time we have on the pod. But like, I can't wait. I wanted to kind of do like a uh, like a team breakdown for the Bradenton Marauders. Say, but like honestly, Drew, it's kind of hard to find fucking. Don't even really know who's on the roster yet, and I think w- what we should do going forward, till we get to the draft, is just kind of breaking down maybe like uh, the top prospects, maybe even like ten, ten a show or something, you know, so, as many as we can I th- get. Th- I
1: think yeah, I think ten's a good, so I think ten's a good number. We kind of tell them, and maybe we do our own lists a little bit as well. We go with the top ten that's ranked, and then we go with our own top ten, kind of based yeah. on our own statistics, just based on like how you feel that, about how this guy is, and also, like, compared to how he's ranked, just, like, his just overall vibe. Give him a little vibe check. Rank him on right. – we, we ought to rank him on – we ought to bake I him. love that. What we're going to do is we're going to rank him based on their, on their pirate skill, whether we think they're at – whether they're their pirate material, whether they we think that they're going to be just, you know, swapping the poop deck or walking the plank, you know, just – they're going to be villagers. What kind they, of guys? is <laughs> Are they, are they going to be guys who are willing to, you know, go to? You're willing to go to battle with? Are they guys that you know you just need to drop just desert on an island? How's this That's guy what built? What's
0: his makeup like?
1: Yeah, exactly. Does he have it? Has he found his inner pirate yet? We got to find We're going to be telling you guys exactly <laughs> who. Like, dude. listen, this guy has found his inner pirate. He's this guy. <laughs> He's found it. We're gonna put a parrot on his shoulder, yes. cut off one of his legs, and replace it with a wooden leg, and he's gonna rake. All right, so just well, this guy out get in the leg, batter's it's box. Pirate time. <laughs>
0: this guy get in the batter's box and fucking cut off an earlobe if it fucking gets him to first base. You know, that's the exactly. kind of shit we're looking
1: for with these guys.
0: Are they gonna do whatever? Will it he can-
1: actually pull out a sword to try to fight somebody? Will he, <laughs> to, will he pull out a sword to try to actually kill the pitcher? That's the kind of guy I'm looking for. I'm looking for. Pete Rose, but is an actual pirate. That's the I'm looking for.
0: You got to love it. And, I mean, me and Drew, we both fucking love the numbers of baseball and everything, and that's going to be a big thing. We're going to p- be paying attention to just stats and whatnot. But, like you said, we're going to fucking – we got to fucking break down. What are these guys like fucking when nobody's watching? What's their true character like? Are these guys on so a fucking hired? dog day in August? Or are they going to bring it in a day game? I mean, that's the yeah. kind of stuff we want to fucking discover
1: about all these guys.
0: And we want to fucking bring a, it,
1: it to it's, you. It's, it's, it's August 15th. It's 114 out, and it's hot as hell. And you're drunk from the night from the night before still. <laughs> and you know you're going to get shit-faced again tonight. But you're a pirate. You're going to go out there. You're going to swing your sword. And you're going to go <laughs> two for three with a double. You play for that's the Greensboro what, that, Grasshoppers,
0: damn it! And you gotta show up. <laughs> you
1: gotta you're show a pirate. up. You're a marauder, bro. Uh, you gotta we're, know we're, we're, if you can't live the pirate lifestyle, we'll trade your ass. We don't care. <laughs> well, when I you're on a four-hour
0: bus ride to the next bullshit city in the fucking minor league, if st- you're not
1: drinking on your four-hour <laughs> bus ride to the next city, you're not a real pirate. <laughs>
0: You're gonna lose some credit in Drew and Jay's eyes. I mean, when you fucking just remember, just remember, Drew and Jay. When you don't want to wake up for that fucking grinded out game and the dog days, Drew and Jay are watching, and they're gonna be on your ass if you're not bringing it. So, but no, we're gonna we're gonna love these guys.
1: What? As soon as you get into port, you're sailing across. From station to station, your bus is your ship, for These my my minor league friends, and let me tell you, as soon as you get in the port, you better be ready to blow some gold. Go to the local brothel, hang out there, get get drunk, <laughs> and then go out there and perform whenever it comes time. Get your booty, get your treasure. You I mean, know, Drew and I are for. just
0: we're guys that like we're guys that like guys that show up when the when the bright lights come on and. That's what we're expecting out of these guys. We can't wait to fucking cover it more and fucking you know just go into detail about these guys hopefully you know can gain we can gain a little bit of a following here. you guys gotta do your part you fucking listeners out there. Tell a friend, give us a subscribe on twitter at swings at swing sword sports underscore I believe yeah. um, we well, we'll get out of here pretty soon drew let me uh. Let me call Hunter, our friend, real quick. Hunter Frisbee. He's been on my podcast before. I fucking hope he's still awake because I want to give out a Masters pick before we get out of here. Fucking the best golf tournament of all time. Everybody's fucking locked in on it this week. Drew, you
1: and the boys
0: are thinking about hitting the uh, hitting the old golf course in Blanchard, Oklahoma.
1: This oh week, yeah, right? we're we'll gonna be playing some golf. Uh... I'll be showing everybody my inner pirate on the course by uh taking all their money. It'll be uh, quite the time. Yeah, I wish you'd come but you're not any good. Dad, 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 I fucked my dad. Dun, dun, dun.
0: Drew, hundred didn't answer. Fucking put you on hold for like the past thirty seconds. Were you saying something?
1: Oh yeah, you might want to edit what I had, what I said. It was pretty funny, but so don't, <laughs> don't put it in there. Definitely edit it out. You can hear it, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> really? <it out. laughs> all right. <laughs> I was sitting there. Like, you didn't say anything. Else. I was like, Dad, Dad, Dad. I to my dad. <laughs> you should definitely edit all that out.
0: But yeah, I was trying to get Hunter on. Me and him have been talking about the tournament all week. he just can't wait. I'm coming up there probably Friday, I think, and we're just going to hang out. You guys are going to get to hit the course Sunday morning. You excited yeah, gonna about gonna
1: that? We're going to go out to Blanchard. I'm going to be playing against a bunch of fucking amateurs like I did two weeks ago. I'm going to go out there, hit nice. some long drives, hit them straight, come into the green, have a nice chip get myself a couple of pars, a couple of bogeys, and walk out of there $18 ahead, like I did last weekend. <laughs> Just ransacking these guys.
0: I mean, they better be. They better come out ready to swing their swords against you.
1: They better oh, come yeah. out and play smart, or are they going to come out and play risky. Sometimes you got to play risky to win a hole, but I can tell you what I'm doing. I, I don't have to risk it. Whenever you're a true pirate, whenever you're confident, you just, you see a ship that you like, you just go for it and you just take it over. You don't have to fight against, you don't have to take on some bad odds. You just, yeah. you just know, you know what you got, have yourself a good strategy and just execute. That's the difference between the wannabes, some of these uh, wannabe little losers over here, and a red rod. It. It's a different. Yeah, some no, I feel you,
0: I love the game of golf, Drew. I think it's a great game. I think you learn a lot about yourself when you play
1: it. It was invented by I, pirates.
0: Was it really?
1: Oh, of course. I mean, I all good.
0: <laughs> all good things. I feel like we're invented by pirates. I mean, and
1: I don't know. was <laughs> a, a pirate. People don't know about that, but yeah, <laughs> people don't talk about it enough. <laughs> But,
0: but yeah, I mean, no, I love it, Drew. I can't wait to sit down and watch the Masters with you boys. I've been thinking about this tournament a lot. I've been following golf a lot lately, um, and it's never been like, you know, I've never been like uh, like a diehard fan. I've just kind of been like, you know, when the Masters are on, when the big tournament's on, I throw it on. But uh, me and Hunter have kind of gotten into it lately, and my guy – I know he's a controversial guy, really a polarizing figure in golf today. Bryson DeChambeau, the scientist, that's my guy, all right? I want it to be known on this podcast, when you think of Jay and you think of golf and who he likes on the tour, it's the scientist. This guy hits the absolute fucking fuck out of the ball, Drew. He hits piss missiles everywhere. He's going to win this tournament this week. There's no doubt in my mind. I was watching a video today. He's fucking been working on a a specialized driver for over three years. He's debuting it this week at Augusta. Apparently the surfaces are playing hard. It's hard surface, fast surfaces out there this week. And he's going to hit some fucking piss missiles. He's going to get the right bounces. And on a par four, he's going to be laying that thing up in two strokes. And we're going to be sitting there looking at the leaderboard Sunday. And my guy, Bryson DeChambeau, is going to be on top, and he's going to win at eleven to one odds. Drew, I'm fucking putting like twenty bucks on that, and that's going to come home a fucking winner. Take it to the bank. You like that? I,
1: I, I, I I'm, I don't think I think he has as good a shot as anybody to win it, but I can tell you if you want to make a bet, and I'm not sure if you can get this line. But sometime between right now and Sunday's Sunday when the Masters end, uh, Ricky Fowler will hit a hole in one on the par three. I don't know really? and I don't know when, but he will do it. He hits them in, he, he knows how to just sink those. He's done it before here at Augusta. And it may I'm be pretty, in the practice round. It may be Drew, doing a little three things they always do. But I got a good feeling he's going to do it again.
0: Drew, let me stop you there. Because I'm pretty sure this guy's not even in the tournament this year. No. I think, I think, yeah, I think somebody told me that. I think Hunter told me that. He's not even playing. Let me, let me look that up real quick. Because I know he's just been in a bad way. He's just in a bad way right now. I don't even know if he qualified, to be honest, but I did like that pick. I mean, let me
1: see. Yeah,
0: Ricky Fowler is going to be watching from home. <laughs> that's a tough. That's tough for him. He just he just had a gut feel, though, in that hole-in-one. I kind of liked that, but. I bet somebody will hit a, hit a cool hole-in-one. If I had to guess, I'd guess a guy like Tony Finau. That guy always hits crazy shots, but you got something else for the people out there, Drew? Well, not now. I'm sorry. I had to kind of steal your thunder there, but Hunter was right. He didn't, He's not even playing, so we don't even get to see what kind of fucking crazy outfit he comes in now. My pick I like, to win this? He's a Puma guy like Bryson, though, so I kind of like him. But
1: My pick is Jordan Spita. I don't know no. why. He has, he's a fucking D-bag, and I don't like him, but I got a feeling that he's going to do it. There's just no way. Face, just by looking at his face right fucking... now, it seems like he's going to figure it out.
0: Hunter said the same thing, dude. I just don't see it from that guy. And I hate the shit on the pick, but, like, Jordan Spieth's a bum. I know he won the Masters once upon a time ago, but and people are kind of picking him because he won his first tournament over four years last weekend. I just don't see him winning back-to-back like that on the tour. I mean, he's a bum, but, you know, a lot of people are picking him this week, so, you know, it'll be interesting if he's around on Tuesday. I just
1: like him. I just like him this week, man. I, I just got a gut feel. I, it's like that, yeah. that fucking Illinois game versus Iowa. Just take Illinois. Just I got trust a gut it. feel. Trust it's, Texas. It's be Jordan, Jordan <laughs> Trust Texas over OSU. Oh, she's playing. For something. Right. They're not going to do it. So it's going to be it's going to be Jordan Spieth. It's going to be Jordan Spieth. He's going to do it, and I don't know why. And I don't want him to, but he's going to do it.
0: I would love for just fucking Phil Mickelson to come out there and just make a run. I know it won't happen would, probably, but I love me some fire. Phil Mickelson.
1: Dude, I love me some Phil too. Just a great guy. He was. He's a, he's so a lefty the region, just like me. He's, he, can, he can ship really well, but he can't hit the ball as far as I can. You, know, you think I'm you a can a outdrive pirate. him? I'm a pirate, bro. I, I don't take no shit from nobody. I'll find a way. I respect that.
0: But, dude, fucking so good stuff on the pod today. I mean, I had a great time. I can't wait to get back here after a fucking Oklahoma trip. We'll fucking do another podcast next week. And we're just going to keep the fucking ship sailing, baby. Get on it's board the boy. fucking pirate ship now. You scallywags. Fucking tell a friend. Tell your fucking boss at work. I don't give a fuck. Fucking
1: tell everyone.
0: I don't know. We need to build a fucking following here, all right?
1: Yeah. Just don't tell my Me- mom,
0: guys, please. <laughs> Me and Drew are fucking dedicated to the game. All right, we need our fucking listeners to be dedicated to us, and you know,
1: not calling anybody
0: out. But I,
1: we're not putting we're not, we're not putting all this work in just for you to be lazy and not listen to us. Okay, I've spent immense hours each week contemplating on what I'm going to say on this podcast, and <laughs> it's very tough of my soul to come out and speak publicly, but if you don't support us, rotten hell. So, there you go. (laughs) Couldn't have said it better
0: myself, Drew. All right, let's get (laughs) out of here. Fuck it. Can't wait to get up there and see you boys this weekend. You got anything else? You got
1: anything else, Drew? No, man, I'm good. Let's call it out. See you guys later.
0: All right, peace, guys.